0: Welcome to the Gem Revealed Podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship?
1: Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. Welcome to another episode of Gem Revealed Self Mastery to Soulmate. And it is my absolute commitment to you to make sure that every week I bring you a phenomenal guest who's gonna add so much value, not only to your relationships, but to your overall life. And I, you know, it might sound like the boy who cried wolf because every week I'm ecstatic over who I have who I bring forth to you. But this week, I might say that I did it again. I've, I've surpassed myself. I broke through the ceiling and here's why. This gentleman, when we first met, we met and not only was it good enough for me to have one phone call with him, but I was so intrigued. We had to get to the second phone call and I suddenly, selflessly made it about me because he was so incredibly knowledgeable, really about the things that we're going to talk about today. So I hope that you hang on the edge of your seat, because I certainly am on the edge of mine right now, because I want as much out of him as I possibly can. So with that, it gives me such a privilege to introduce my new friend, Gunther Mueller, who's gonna talk to us today about the five steps to a magnetic mind method. And that's super cool. He's gonna walk us through it. And I'm gonna ask you, have a pen and paper in hand, because there's gonna be so much information here that you're gonna want it because it absolutely can lead to a life of transformation. So with that, Gunther, how are you today?
2: Hey, Janine, I'm doing good. And I I have to live up to that amazing introduction. Thank you so much for that. So,
1: well, I I meant it. I think, you know, I meant it since I've been stalking you ever since.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be here. Gem Revealed listeners. uh, Yeah. Put on your seatbelts. We're going to have an amazing conversation here.
1: We are, we are, I, you know, I can't wait to dive into the five steps and I want you to explain them, but because you have such an unbelievable background and it's such a diverse background, but bold, I mean, you just come with, you know, your Batman cape on here. So do you (laughs) mind just sharing a touch? You know, people like to know uh, the validation of of what they're going to listen to. So can you share a little bit about you? Because I could never give it justice.
2: Yeah. So real quick, grew up in Queens, New York, Uh, middle-class family, had two great parents that set me up well. And I did what usually everybody does, which is get good grades and, you know, be diligent in school. And I got out of there when I was 18, I was a skier. So I had to go ski the big mountains in Colorado, went to the university of Colorado, took the five-year plan instead of the four-year plan because the skiing got in the way a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, after graduation, I started as an aerospace engineering major, so I have a very technical mind, but then kind of got out and finished with a political science degree. So that's kind of a weird um, combination there. And then after that, for four years, I became a professional ski bum. I used to ski 130 days a season, in all the great resorts in Colorado, went commercial fishing in Alaska, got my pilot's license uh, while I was up there. Uh, then about 1992, I kind of got settled down, met a, met a girl. And, uh, you know, I had to get serious and um, started my first company. Uh, I've been an entrepreneurial, you know, self-employed person for 30 years. I had one stint in corporate America and hated it. So that was not me. And um, I've been in multiple industries, solar, coffee, food distribution. I own my own pizzeria restaurants in Denver for 14 years. Uh, Spent the last decade, though, in the medical space uh, training, over 300 medical professionals on how to do hormone optimization, nutritional optimization, Uh, loved doing that. I've helped tens of thousands of people change their health destiny through that work. And then in the last couple of years have just transitioned into this quantum physical reality of the power of our mind and how to really create a life you love. So I've been able to create a life that I love. I live in Anthem, Arizona, where the slogan for the town, get this, is Life in abundance. I couldn't have picked a better town. But
1: that's the slogan of your town. I need to move life. there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful here. It's like a little bubble community. You get to walk everywhere, and I was on the lake this morning. You know, about fifteen minutes away from me, doing boating on Wednesday mornings, and come back into the office, do some work, and so. You know, what I want to share with your listeners is really, you know, how do you create this life that you love? And, and it's not a life that hasn't had challenges or serious failures or letdowns or things not going the way you want them to go. Look, um, the road to success is paved with failure. And anybody who tells you any different is lying to you. All right. Yes. And it's just, it's just knowing how to overcome those challenges. Uh, one of my great inspirations was Les Brown. Uh, In the 90s, when I was going up and down the hills in Colorado, uh, listening to Les Brown, he said, look, if you fall down, make sure you fall on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. And that inspiration has never left me. So persistence, perseverance, emotional resilience, especially now, you know, in the post-COVID era, or in the middle still of the COVID era, whatever, you know, we, there's so many stresses, so many tensions, so many things vying for our mental focus these days that I think this is probably the most important subject that we can focus on is, you know, optimal physical and mental health so that we can move through and actually choose our destiny consciously instead of unconsciously.
1: It's a big point that you just said, instead of living robotically, let's start creating the life that we want. And you know, you, you're, um, bio your intro of yourself it sounds glorious but i'm sure it wasn't just absolute you know rainbows and unicorns i'm sure there was a lot of hard stuff you had to overcome and when you hit those bumps you got back up and so i guess through that this gave birth to these five steps so i'm intrigued i'd love to hear more
2: yeah so the the first of the five steps and it's going to sound really simple but it's the most important of the five steps is to have a true choice the I come to you saying that the personal development movement is broken. All right. Now I do some coaching for some well-known people, Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi. I'm a trainer. I'm a coach for some of these folks in how to monetize your ideas and things like that. Um, And I love doing that. And so this is a passion of mine personally to teach this. And, and I am not the creator of the Magnetic Mind Method. as a gentleman in Australia that actually took him about five, six years to go through his trials and tribulations that really put this together. I've trained with him personally, really implemented it in my life. And now I'm at a place where I just love sharing it with other people because it is the practical application of about 40 years of quantum physical theory. All right. So unless you want to go study all that stuff and try to understand it, look, what as human beings, what we want is we want less pain and more satisfaction in life. There's about three buckets that we want. Most humans want more money, more love and intimacy and more health. I'd agree. Yeah, just like three buckets. Right. So. If, you, if you've been that person and you've been in the personal development space and you've tried courses, seminars, books, things, and all this kind of stuff, and you still don't have the results that you want in your life, this is where, like you said, get a notepad out and write some notes down here, because I'm going to give you the five practical things. I mean, the steps that you can do without the theory, you don't need to understand the theory, you just need to do these things. And step one is to have a true choice. And what I mean by a true choice is, is that it's an end result or a true choice that when I ask you, why do you want that? Your answer to me back will be, I want it just because I want it. I want it just because I'd love to have it. I want it just because I'd love
1: to experience it. So I have a question. Is this, uh, tell me the difference between true choice, which I'm already intrigued by, versus like just having clarity. Is there, is it the same? Is it one in the same? Is it neither
2: or? Well, so what I mean by true choice is that a lot of times we growing up in our lifetimes, we have not been taught to choose from a place of what we would love to experience. We've been taught to solve problems. Hmm. So I call that the problem solving reality, right? And we're very good at knowing what we don't want. Yeah. We're not great at knowing what we do want. Like most people will know, look, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be homeless. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be unhealthy. I don't want to get cancer. I don't want to get this. I don't want to eat. They're very good at telling me what they don't want. But when I ask people, so what do you want? The number one answer I get is I don't know. Hmm. Or I got to think about that. Or, hmm, that's an interesting question. What do, I, what do I really want? And so if you're going to create the life that you love, you need to know the ingredients that is in that life that you love. What are you doing? Who are you doing it with? How often are you doing it? And I use the concept of your average perfect week. What are you doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? If you were telling me I am living the life that I love, tell me what you're doing and who you're doing with, do you're doing it with, how you're doing it, where you're doing it, the details. I want the ingredients to the life that you love just like I want the ingredients to bake a chocolate cake.
1: Right. Right? You know, it's just what's resonating is we know if we ask most people, you know, do you love your job? They would say, no, I hate it. You know, so Monday through Friday, everybody's waiting for Friday for the weekend.
2: And 80% percent of Americans hate their job.
1: Exactly. And then we also know in their relationships, one out of every two are failing. So we already know that statistic. So to validate you 100% here. wake up people. We need, we need to wake up. Right.
2: So, you know, whether it's wanting an ideal mate or a different relationship or health or whatever, whatever the thing or losing weight or whatever the desire is, I would ask, why do you want that? Why do you want that? The answer needs to be, I want it just because I would love to experience it. that 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 true choice is not a stepping stone onto something else. So I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that would love to have a successful business. And I say, why do you want a successful business? Well, I want the successful business so I can have abundance and freedom and time freedom and I can do what I want when I want. I said, okay, so the true choice is not having a successful business. The true choice is having the experience of abundance. And so the quantum physical field, the, the field of infinite possibilities can provide you the experience of abundance without having a successful business. It could come through a W2 opportunity. It could come through a different job. It could come through finding a huge bag of money on the street, okay? There's a million different ways how this quantum physical field can actually bring you the true choice, bring you the end result. The people, the circumstances, all of that stuff can be manifested in a magical, mystical way which we might call coincidence, serendipity. You know, we got a bunch of names for that stuff. But this is the key thing. Instead of solving the problem, how to keep what we don't want away from our reality, because where energy flows, things grow, okay? That where you give your focus, where you give your energy, that's what's in the field. So stepping out of the problem-solving reality and going into the creator stance. Let me tell you what, some true directional choices might sound like. I choose to live my true nature and purpose. I just choose it. I choose to live my true nature and purpose. Another one is I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. Instead of reacting and always responding to something, I choose to be the predominant, I didn't say the only creative force, but the predominant creative force because we live in a co-created universe everyone is creating their reality simultaneously, right? And so you are trying to bring the life that you love from this field of infinite possibilities into your personal experience now. But if you don't know what's in that life, how are you going to manifest it? How are you going to draw that possibility into your life? If you don't know the ingredients, if you don't know the recipe to what would make it a life that you love. It's
1: fascinating. And it's, It's not so hard, this isn't hard, you would think, but yet people don't do it.
2: Well, think about most people, social media, this phenomenon, people make choices out of consensus. Well, I got to check with mom and dad first, I got to check with my friends, I got to check with this, I got to check with that. And so I need people to approve of my choice. That's not a true choice. Uh, I do it because I'll choose something, I have five crappy choices and I'm gonna choose the least crappy choice. That's like the process of elimination. It's not what you would love to experience. It's the least crappy of the choices that you think are possible.
1: I might also add this, and I hope this resonates with some listeners. It might also be not taking any opportunity and just letting life happen. And not
2: choosing, not choosing is is a choice. choice.
1: Exactly. And I would bet, um, you know, I I often say, and I'm sure that you you know this will sound familiar, is that you know. People just don't, they, they, they live robotically. They're yes. not living, they're not waking up to live a life of intention, of abundance. They're living and just they get the job and then you know they stay there. If they lose that one, they'll just go find another one out of desperation and not create what they want.
2: It's robotic. Or they're putting they're putting things off in the future too. I'll be happy when I have a certain amount of money in the bank. I'll be happy when I, I have the mate of my dreams, right? I'll be happy when when I lose 30 pounds. Okay. That that's putting it off into the future. That's not the present moment. So the choice step one is the most important clarity. All right. Clarity is power. Clarity of that true choice. What is it that I would just love to experience?
1: Yeah. So we told our listeners right now, that first homework assignment, the reflection work, the pondering, the time to sit and quietly think. And I don't know if this can be done in a moment. No. Just sit down and write out what is it that you really want. And mm-hmm. don't and do it in technicolor. Yes. You, this is not a dress rehearsal. Right. <laughs> write right. it out. Make it bold and beautiful. Add in as much detail as you want. Don't let the how get in the way of the what. That's
2: right. Technicolor detail, all the granular details, the ingredients, what does your average perfect week look like What's in it, right? Yeah, you can't, if you can't see it, if you can't see it in your mind, you won't be able to create it. Look, everything that's been created has been created twice, once in the imagination and once in the three-dimensional world.
1: I don't know what that means.
2: So your clothes, the building that you're in right now, the car that you drive was first imagined. It was put on a blueprint, like it came out of someone's mind. It was designed, it was drawn, it was imagined what it was gonna look like, right? Take a designer like Ralph Lauren, how long he designs next year's stuff. He's dreaming about it, he's inventing it, right? It's it's in the mind. Then it makes it into a catalog. Then it goes to a factory or a mill and the materials are selected and actually gets created in a three-dimensional world. Same thing with a car. The reinvention of the Ford Mustang was an idea. I if get somebody, it
1: now, you know, and I see it, and then it brings forth into this, what we call
2: life. Yes, it, it, it manifests. It gets created in our active experience in the life that we're in, but it starts in the imagination. The tallest building in the world was first imagined.
1: The airplane. Okay. The airplane. <laughs> airplane. Yeah,
2: yeah, the Wright brothers first had to imagine how can humans fly like birds? How is that possible? And for the longest time, it was impossible until someone imagined long and hard enough of the possibility and then the possibility became reality
1: love it i could talk about this all night but we better yeah. go to number go. two but i could just hang out with you all night so what is number two
2: so number two is we have to create a structural tension in the mind hmm. mind the mind loves to resolve tension and it's always going to do it through the path of least resistance so it's easy to create structural tension in the mind it's We contrast the way we'd love it to be. Once we know our true choice, we imagine, okay, this is the way I'd love it to be. And this is the way it is now. It's the way I'd love it to be. This is the way it is now. Not in a judgmental fashion, not saying the way it is now sucks or anything like that, or I can't tolerate it. I don't like it. It's just what is now. The truth is you created what is now. you're responsible. So you're just observing what is now 30, 40,000 foot observer stance on your life. This is the way it is now. This is what it feels like, but this is the way I'd love it to be. And I, I would like everybody listening to never say in their mind that the future is going to be better than the present. The future is going to be a different experience the present. If we can just substitute the word better with the word different, we detach the emotion of the present moment. And we allow we allow the present moment just to be what it is and stop putting this better or worse idea energy around it. Just allow it to be what it is.
1: So I get it conceptually, right? So I get it. You know, you're saying it sounds good. Don't do it. But what would be the why behind that? What's the hindrance in this? What's the consequences of this tension? Because the process, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of
2: that. Yeah, yeah. The because the process of create again, we want to be practical about how we can create this life that we love, right? So knowing that we have to create the structural tension again, this is decades of science. This is knowing the neuroplasticity of the brain, the epigenetics of the brain. There's so much science behind this that the brain actually changes, and the way we change the brain is by creating this structure. Structure is just a relationship between two points, the way I'd love it to be, the way it is now, the way I'd love it to be, the way it is now. It's just like a structure. And the reason we try not to put the judgment on it, which is natural for us to do, is because it creates an energy to getting stuck in what is now. All right? It just, when, when the future is better than the present, we can't be content with what is. And we have to simultaneously just be okay with the way it is now, realizing and knowing that we created what it is now. And because we have the power of choice in the present moment, we can just create something different. We have the current experience, the way it is now. I created that. So in the present moment, I have the power to create something different. And you see, it's not emotional. It's, not, it's just very matter of fact. I created what is now, and now I choose to create something different.
1: So if I were just for my own report card, so I know I understood this. So if I were to reshape what you said and just summarize it, it, if I just enjoy where I'm at now, doesn't mean that I can't go after something in the future. doesn't mean that I have to just always be content where I'm at in a way that I'm not reaching and striving, but right. the joy is involved in the moment. Let there be joy in the moment, regardless, yeah, me, because I'm let here.
2: Me, let me Let me phrase it this way content with what is now, but desiring more.
1: I love that. That's the bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. There's the bumper sticker.
2: Yeah. Cause it's both end. It's simultaneously. I'm perfectly content with what is now, Right. but I desire, I desire more. Right.
1: So for examples, for some of the listeners, like if you've come through a breakup and, you know, some of us might think, well, now it's time to cry, to sob, you know, to bash the other person and, blame them for everything. Instead, enjoy this part of the journey. Find your best self, use it to, you know, get the stronger version of yourself. And when you get there, that's that's great too. Thrive and strive for it, but enjoy today. That's right. Don't that's let right. anybody steal the power from from you. Like let's enjoy today.
2: So another way to say that is you can love your life now. You just choose it can you, you say
1: to that again <laughs> can you, you say can again? you
2: can love your life now even after a breakup even after a huge financial loss even after a health diagnosis you can still choose to love your current life now
1: I know we have five steps but this is so big because I mean face it most of our clients, right, they're, they're struggling. They don't mm-hmm. want to be in this spot. And of course, we all want to strive for something bigger and better and more than we could ever ask, dream, or imagine. Yeah. But how do we keep them here? Just give me one more layer. How do you begin to love your life?
2: You can find something in every day that you do love. Okay? And one way to do that is to wake up in the morning and ask yourself, Why should I live? And see what comes up. See the reasons that come up is why you should live today. The reverse, the negative question on that is, why shouldn't I die today? Imagine starting your day asking the question, why should I live? Or why shouldn't I just die today? And you'll see that the reasons start stacking up. There are things in everyone's life right now that... There are experiences that you would still love to experience. There are relationships that still are amazing to you, right? There are situations and things that right now in this current present moment, you do love.
1: And can I add in a faith-based thought on that, that I feel like it would anchor it significantly? As you know, my listeners know that I have a very strong faith-based background. I've shared it with you as well, is right. that God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for you until you close your eyes. <laughs> that purpose is real and there. And any kind of trial or tribulation or suffering is just to prune us, to get us prepared for our next chapter and just enjoy the pruning process, embrace it, embrace yes. it and know it is there. It's bringing you to the next level, pruning your character, creating humility.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you view everything as an experience, you view it as just that, you know, I like to say, what if your desires are God's plan for your life? You're never in touch really truly with your desires, with that true choice, that thing that I would just love to do, the thing I just love to experience, right? What if that is God communicating to you what this purpose, this meaning, this fulfillment, this true choice is? And what if there's always so much noise in your life through social media and this and this distraction, another distraction that you never hear that voice? You never spend any time actually listening to, let's call it the spirit inside of you, trying to communicate with you like, knock, knock, knock. Hello, pay attention. <laughs> exactly. And we're our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because yeah. we're trying to fill a void with something, again, the problem-solving reality. We feel anxious. We feel depressed. We feel lonely. We feel this. We, we think this. We have this thought. And so we immediately try to solve the problem. Instead of not choosing, choosing, in the present moment, not to solve the problem, but to take the creator stance and focus on what I want. This may be going on. There may be some issue here. There may be something like that. I'm not giving any energy to that. I'm going to focus on what it is I want, the experience that I would love to have, the way I would love it to be. All right? So I choose to live my true nature and purpose. I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. I choose to live a life that I love.
1: Is, is this an example of what you're saying right there? It, it's when people are desperately trying to lose weight and they're following diet plans and you know they're so focused on the diet instead mm-hmm. of embracing a beautiful life of health.
2: That's right. So the fourth dominant choice is a directional choice. I choose health and vitality. I choose infinite health and vitality. I choose optimal health and vitality. That is the end result I desire. Now, when you step on a scale and women are notorious for doing this is stepping on the scale and being ruled by, oh my gosh, I'm three pounds up, three pounds down, five pounds up, five pounds down. What is going on here? And there's some number that you have implanted in your mind that you have to be at in order to be satisfied in order to have an experience of satisfaction. You don't really want to lose weight. Weight loss is not the true choice. There's something beyond that. Because I would ask you, I'd say, okay, so why do you want to lose weight? To
1: look sexy (laughs) look beautiful. To look good in my clothes. To be in a bathing suit. There you go.
2: And if you look sexy and beautiful and good in your clothes, what does that get you?
1: Um, It feels nice.
2: Okay. It feels nice.
1: I feel confident. I feel healthy.
2: Okay. So there we go. In three steps, we got to the health. The true choice is I want to feel healthy. I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel alive and sexy. And I want to look good when I look in the mirror. You know what I mean? And I, that's the end result of what I want. It's not the weight loss that I want. It's the end result that I think the weight loss is going to give
1: me. You know, I don't know if I've ever even quite thought it through to that extent, but I have a significant example and I may have even shared it with you. So um, I've eight weeks now had not had a cup of coffee or an alcoholic beverage. So I had not had a glass of wine in eight weeks. And (laughs) in the beginning, it was a real struggle. It was a real struggle. The coffee, I could actually realize I could give up wine and and a Tito, but the coffee was just insane. And it wasn't until I recognized a couple of weeks in, two or three weeks in, how good I felt. And then all of a sudden I tapped into this like, I feel great. And I never knew that I could feel that great, and that's what I really tapped into—the pleasure of it all—to keep me from wanting that cup of coffee.
2: There you go. See the 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 true choice, or what the true choice? I mean, you didn't know it in the beginning, kind of going in because you were following a program to limit coffee and alcohol and stuff, right? But then the direct experience of feeling amazing at some point, and like I can feel that way without coffee, without Tito's, without this, without that, right? I don't need that. Now, it doesn't say that you can never enjoy those things again, but it's not a dependence on those things. Yeah, they're not a daily. (laughs) Yeah, they're not a daily thing that you have to have. No, more. this this is mastery over your health mastery over your own being. And again, you choose consciously to have a cup of coffee and enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. You consciously choose to maybe have a glass of wine or a Tito's or whatever it is, consciously choose it. I'm going to enjoy this thing, but it does I'm not, not master. Dependent. it does not master me. I master it. I'm choosing it in this moment because look, God gave us taste buds. There's certain things, you know, a great creme brulee or a tiramisu or something like that. It's an amazing experience on the tongue. I'm not talking about depriving yourself for the rest of your life of these things. It's about mastery. It's about you being the master of your choices. And in that present moment, you're choosing that end result and you're bringing that experience into your present moment. You're doing it on purpose. You are consciously creating your experience.
1: So you're, you're actually taking it like it's becoming more crystallized for me. The light bulb is going off with each step that you're talking about, because again, you know, I would have considered like, really, I want to just have the body back that i did two years ago and you know what does that look like and it's not it's more about feeling what i'm feeling now which is actually giving me the the energy and the excitement back into my life so it's it's, and that's an amazing transition
2: that's an amazing transition into step three so step three is actually getting into the emotion of the end result and that's what you just said right bingo so you can see how it ladders right it's like a waterfall so you have a true choice. You just create the structural tension, saying, this is the way it is now. This is the way I'd love it to be. And the clarification of the true choice that you just shared with us is that I love the way I feel. I love the way this feeling is. It's not about having the body of two years, but it's really, what I really want is the way I feel in my body. And it may not look exactly the same or whatever, but... If I can live the rest of my life feeling like I did two years ago and maintain that vibrancy, that health, that clarity of mind, all those things that go along with it. So this is step three is getting into the emotion of the end result. When you have that optimal health, that optimal feeling, or that amazing intimate relationship, or this feeling of abundance, whatever it is that somebody desires or wants, I need you to get into what it actually feels like.
1: So You just hit on something, and it's just important for a listener because a listener is really this is more about relationships. So you just said something that gave me a like an aha moment. If you've broke up with somebody, and I'm not diminishing that you love that person, I am not going to diminish that. But if we do know that that relationship should not be right, if there is a breakup and you know it is time to part. The reality is, although you have, you do need to mourn for a moment, but some people stay stuck there. And perhaps what really they need is to recognize what they really want is the emotional love and acceptance and intimacy versus that person. That's right. You want the
2: experience, the
1: experience. I'm I'm getting it.
2: Yeah. The experience could be with anyone. But we've said in our mind, oh, it's with that one. And I can't have it unless it's with that person. That's not true. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because here's the self-sabotaging identities that have been crafted over our lifetime. The top six are, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm insignificant, I'm not capable, I don't belong, and I'm not Not, perfect.
1: Not smart enough, not tall enough
2: capable, whatever, whatever, not enough, what I I can't have what I want because of this. And this is an unconscious thought that's running. So it works a lot in relationships because when you, when you have an end to a relationship, it was beautiful, romantic in the beginning and totally amazing and fireworks and everything like that. And then some time goes by and it's these self sabotaging identities in both people that start noticing the flaws in each other. Okay. And this is where the arguments and the disconnects and all this kind of stuff depression. happens. And, and it can end at some point, right? Where you're just like, I have to get out of this. This is not. And then the depression and the anxiety and the what for, and am I ever going to find anyone else again? Am I ever going to be happy again? And all this stuff that happens, right?
1: Yeah, that movie trailer, it's terrible.
2: Unconsciously, most of the time. And you know women will get with their girlfriends and guys will get with their buddies, and you know, yikity yak, yikity yak, yikity yak, all trying to counsel each other, yet you don't know what you really want.
1: So, we're with Jim Revealed in our toolbox. You know, we really make sure that you have you know your purpose, we you know your core values, and then understand your non negotiable attributes that you're looking for in a relationship. And most people go in for physical attraction, really, no master here, no self understanding of who they are and now they just go try to make it work with another person which is if you think about how absurd that is unless you find your core values and what i hear you saying really clear here is really dream out what you want really understand what you want no different than Jim revealed know your non-negotiable attributes so that way when you do come together with this potential soulmate you actually can you know ebb and flow and find out if there is real connection real chemistry not just based on physical attraction
2: i know but don't rule out the physical attraction because it's it's okay to have that allow yourself yeah give yourself permission that it's okay for you to be wildly physically attracted to your next mate
1: it isn't i would say that don't settle unless you have that but it can't be (laughs) it can't be the foundation and The the only reason, which most of us get into a relationship for, you know, multitude of wrong reasons where what you're saying, what I believe I share with Jim and Jim revealed is know what you're looking for. So you're not compromising.
2: Yeah. And that's totally the the surface, right? That is the attractor factor. That's the first baseline, I guess, test anybody has to pass, right? You got to pass this test. Now that you pass that test, I need to see where the rest of my desire is. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. And I want it because I want it. And like you say, it's not, it's non-negotiable. I want it because I want it. And the package needs to be created in space and time, meaning the opportunity, the circumstances, the people that might introduce you to this person or this mate or this match, right? there. And I want to introduce this idea right now is the idea of as soon as possible. When am I going to find this person? I would love the listeners to begin to think I will find them as soon as possible. Tell me more about that. Yeah, there's not a specific date because if you say, I need somebody by the end of the year, by the end of this month, I need to find someone or I'm just giving up. You know, this search is taking too long. When you start, this is our goal setting programs. You know, we have a goal to do something, and we put the goal on a smart goal sheet, and we put a date on it, and we say, well, I'm going to do f- these five things. You know, I'm going to join this dating app, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do it by these dates, and okay, now I have my smart goal, and I'm going to find the, the mate of my dreams. And what happens is the dates start to go by, and we reinforce the self-saboteurs then. I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. My picture, my profile picture must not be good enough. I'm not attractive enough. Nobody's calling me, blah, 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 blah. All the self-talk starts going nuts and you might get off and prematurely and that Mr. Or Mrs. Right. Okay. Is just around the corner. You were not ready for it yet. Okay. The dynamic was not proper yet. Um, Maybe that person was leaving a relationship and needed that time to um, detox or grieve or whatever, right? There was a time required for this person that is supposed to meet you. Think of the quantum physical reality and the trillions of transactions that happen every second with interactions, with this serendipity, this coincidence, all of this stuff is going on at the same time. When you hold the place of as soon as possible, you stay focused on what you want. That is your direction. That is your focus. I want it just because I want it. This is the end result that I desire in my life. This is the experience that I long for, that I want just because I want it. And I will manifest it and create it as soon as possible. It allows you not to give up. It allows you not to quit. It allows you not to... Uh, change your aspiration or dumb down your act well i couldn't get what i really wanted so i'm going to go for this i couldn't I, you know what so i mean important
1: it yeah. really is and and again from a faith based perspective and it's totally aligned to what you're saying it wasn't god's timing yet and i mean all through the bible we know that his timing he is a, he is not a microwave god he allows everything to happen So we are maturing, pruning, becoming more passionate, more humble, wiser, more reflection of him. And when you're supposed to meet that person, it'll happen. And nobody can shut the door on that when it's supposed to happen.
2: Yeah, maybe you need to refine some aspect of yourself because if you met that person today. They may not be into who you are right now at this moment. Right?
1: So true. I, I hope everybody goes back and rewinds this piece and listens to this last three minutes again because it's that
2: important. <laughs> it is. So, as soon as possible, right? So, step three getting into the emotion of the end result. This is where our Olympic athletes are when they're imagining winning the gold medal, when they're beating their fiercest competitor by one one hundredth of a second, where they're standing on the medal podium and they're receiving that medal or they broke a new world record. The granular detail, the Technicolor vision, the audience going nuts and just huge accolades, you know, truly getting into the emotion of the end result as if that thing that you desire already is. Because the truth in the quantum physical field is that that choice, that true desire already exists. All we have doing is we're like a tractor beam bringing it into our personal reality as soon as possible. We're bringing it into our Active experience into our three dimensional experience, but that possibility already exists. So the more we get into that emotion of the end result, look, Einstein said there's only two things in the universe there's information and there is energy, creates matter. So when information and energy meet, it creates matter. And if you want to put it in the spiritual perspective, look at Genesis in the beginning, right? You are created in the image of the creator. What does the creator do? The creator creates. creates. That's the creator's job. The creator creates all kinds of stuff,
1: right? Right. <laughs> and and we have a free will and we can choose to do everything to keep that self-sabotaging voice or create the future. And if it's God's will, it's going to happen.
2: Yes. And so it's the power that let's call it God has given you is the power of choice in the present moment. He's given you imagination to at any point in your day, at any time, you can step into the imagination. Here's the quantum physical reality. Your mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. That's true.
1: true. That's true.
2: Right. So why do you think virtual reality is becoming so popular? You put these goggles on and boom, you think you're there. You're not, but it feels like you're there. That's the kind of getting into the emotion of the end result I'm talking about. Like it is so real. You can feel it. You can taste it. It tingles down to the cellular level. Your body can feel you being there now. You, and this is a saying that i like everybody to remember. I need to be it in order to see it. I need to be it now. Meaning in my imaginative experience, I need to be it now. I need to experience that relationship now. I need to experience that sexy body now. I need to experience that level of abundance now, even in my own imagination. What would I be like if I always had more than enough? That's the definition of abundance. Always having more than enough. So imagine yourself having more than enough now. Right now. Imagine it, be there, be it now. Who would you be? What would you think? What would you believe? What would you feel like having more than enough? And as often as possible, get into that emotion of the end result.
1: You know, you had said that you are a fan of Tony Robbins. And, uh, you know, he talks highly about uh, this notion of pain and pleasure. We all make our decisions either to run from pain or run towards pleasure. And really that whole notion of running towards pleasures understanding what is it that you want and live it taste it feel it breathe it experience it try it on live it out get on stage and feel every moment of it and once you do that you know it really builds the power inside of you
2: it also informs your superconscious mind and to put it in the context again of let's say a biblical perspective Your soul, your higher self, that spirit, it informs your spirit of the fact that you're serious about wanting this.
1: Right, and now, barring the fact that it would be against God's will, right? So I just got to put the disclaimer in there. You know, if you want to rob a bank, it's, you know, certainly it's not a God thing. If it's in that the the framework of godliness and godly attributes and God's desires, you still have work to do. And everything you're saying applies 100%. Our job, we have free will every single day. And if we're going to sit and have these crazy voices and live life, just letting it robotically happen, it's not going to go well.
2: So instead of unconsciously creating, let's consciously create. And I think the scripture gives you many examples of that. Many examples of creation, right? So then after you get into that, the, the revolution in the personal development movement that I want to share here is step four, which is a magnetic mind recode. So in the personal development movement, we have we have tried to change the subconscious sabotaging program that's been developed through our lifetime, the choices that we've made. Because when we came into the world, we had to figure out what it was like here. What do I have to do to get love and acceptance? What do I have to do to get food? What do I have to do to get a safe place to sleep? What do I have to do to be okay in my body? Okay, we had to we had to decide what it's like here. And so a lot of times in our subconscious programming, there's a two year old or a three year old or a five year old running the show, because that's when those decisions were made. And as an adult, those decisions no longer serve you. They may have served you at some point to keep you safe and keep you out of trouble and to avoid pain. Right. But today as an adult, if you have the two-year-old or the five-year-old running the show unconsciously, it does not serve you in creating the life that you love. Right. So in this present moment, we have to do a recode and we do it. I do it from the super conscious side, mm-hmm. meaning... That aspect of who you are, that soul level, I call it the super conscious because we have the conscious, the subconscious, and I just choose to call it the super conscious. From that super conscious side, super conscious knows everything connected to all wisdom, has never been asleep at the wheel. Every emotional circumstance, every trauma, every broken agreement, every everything that has caused pain in this life stream, let's call it, super conscious knows it. It was there. Now, we may not be aware of our superconscious mind. That's a different discussion. But the fact that the superconscious mind exists is there. There is a higher aspect of what we are consciously aware of in our conscious reality.
1: Is this now I'm going to botch this up. I'm going to try to say this in like some sort of, you know, broken, um, archaic language here. Is this the same thing, like with the pathways in our in our brain, like there's There's trauma in there, things that happen in our youth, and it's kind of locked in there in our brainwaves.
2: Yeah, so these are the synaptic connections in the brain that with technology today, we can actually put a camera on those. And with, let's call it prayer, meditation, could be music, could be whatever, the, the thoughts getting into the emotion of the end result, we can actually watch some of the synaptic connections detach and new ones form this is the neuroplasticity of the brain you know they there's a saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks right not true you can teach an old dog new tricks or an old human mind new tricks because let's say we've been at it 30 years 40 years 50 years of life um the groove of the song that we've been playing over and over and over is worn deep and so it's like picking up the needle if you remember vinyl records and we're going to play a new song. Okay. But we have to move the needle over and actually play a new song. Well, how do you do, how do you play the new song? The, the regular personal development movement over, let's say the last 30, 40, 50 years has been trying to hit the subconscious program from the conscious mind. And this is positive mental attitude. This is affirmations. This is the secret and the law of attraction and, and kind of through willpower or motivation, trying to maintain or suppress our negativity and trying to do it through our own willpower. Does it work? That's yeah, exhausting. it's exhausting. It exa- is exhausting. That's why people have done things and not getting the result because they get worn out because willpower is only good for so much. Your motivation is only good for so long. And then you're spent. I mean, look at every new year's, the resolutions that get made and they last about two weeks and people give up because that's about how long willpower motivation Lasts. So it has to be a different strategy. And so we go to the super conscious that knows everything, sees everything, understands. We go to super conscious and we say, look, here's the true choice that I want. This is what I want. This is my desire, right? Call it God's will. Maybe God's will is the desire that you have for meaning, purpose, fulfillment, relationship, abundance, all these things, right? And so we go to super conscious and we say, look, do you see this true choice? Obviously, superconscious says yes, because it's all-knowing and it's attached to all wisdom. Of course, it sees it. Okay, do you see the way it is now? We've already created the structural tension, and this is the way it is now. Do you also see the resistance that's in the way of me having it? These are the self-sabotaging programs, (coughs) right, that are unconscious or subconscious to us, but superconscious knows what has crafted that identity, I'm going to call it.
1: Is another word just for making it more foundational for listeners, would another word be the limiting beliefs that are blocking it?
2: Yeah. Limiting self-sabotaging belief, identity structure. This is why step two, creating the structure between the way it is now and the way I'd love it to be, the identity has a structure. I'm not good enough. I'm not perfect enough. I'm not worthy. I don't belong. I'm insignificant. Whatever identity structure has been formed over the course of all the years of your life. And all that is, is look, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to heal. There's nothing to mend or repair. That is the old personal development. movement. Like you got to keep going and fixing something. I got to fix some aspect of my personality so that I can have what I want. I'm here to say, you don't have to fix anything. You just have to choose in the present moment what it is you want. You need to be clear. You need to be concise. You need to be specific, focusing on what it is you would love to experience. And that's when the superconscious reality kicks in and says, okay, superconscious says, yes, sure. I can give you that. I can create that for you. The context, the circumstances, the people, the opportunities, all of that stuff. Yeah, we can make that happen for you.
1: You know, I love this, and of course, you know, if I didn't, I'd be out of a job, but um, you, it's, it sounds simple. And as I'm thinking it through, it's not simple. It takes accountability, it takes focus, it takes a qualified coach to keep holding you through this until you really are able to take the training wheels off.
2: And, and you're right, because a lot of people can't see what they can't see, right? And so it helps all a coach does is really just help you see what you can't see, ask you the right questions, drag out this internal reality that might be kicking and screaming and not want to come out. You know, this, this revelation, this realization of what it is you truly want, because if we don't get to that, you're just going to continue to create unconsciously, you're just going to continue to create some level of chaos you're going to continue to create things that you don't necessarily want this is where we see patterns in relationship you attract the same person that was just like the other person because the identity never shifted the identity is 100 percent congruent with the reality now there are moments where like a like a tension rubber band you you start moving in the direction of what you say you want but if the identity never shifts it's like there's a rubber band around it and pretty soon it snaps you right back and you got to start over. So there's three places we can be. We can be stuck and that's where nothing moves, nothing.
1: I feel it, kind of sense it, kind of see it. Kind of taste it,
2: but then it just kind of goes away and you snap back to the way it was the place where we want to be is in flow flow is where we can turn thoughts into things where it life becomes easy it becomes a little bit more effortless and we we understand these practical steps of how to get what we want, how to be this creator, how to focus our mind our attention mm-hmm. right understanding the structural tension in the mind, becoming aware of it, getting into that emotion of the end result, recoding from a super conscious level. And then the fifth step is just to take obvious action. Okay. You cannot sit on your couch and be in a Lotus position or meditate or pray or whatever and manifest a Ferrari in your garage. It's not going to work. That's not how it works. You have to be in momentum. You have to be in action. If you want the abundance experience if you want that intimate relationship experience if you want this experience of health and vitality you have to take the next obvious action that moves you in the direction of that true choice you have to be moving and that's where the super conscious field this quantum physical field knows that you're serious about what you want and it's not a mixed signal When you take obvious action, and it could, like, in the health space, it could be very simple. You say, I want optimal health and vitality. We do a recode. We melt away the resistance that's in the way of having what you want, and I say, okay, what's the next obvious action? It could be as simple as drinking more water. It could be as simple as eating less fast food and maybe choosing a healthier diet. It could be, maybe I need to make a phone call and see my physician because I haven't seen one in 10 years.
1: Yeah, you know, I love it. It, it. what I'd love to do, again, to test test myself, see if I, I could summarize this and put it in layman's terms. Sure. The very first thing we need to do is make sure that we, we know what we want. Really understand that you know that you can have what you want. And then you need to feel it. You need to feel it. You need to, to recognize it. You need to walk in it, create it, understand what it feels like to be in that place. And after that, what we need to do is um, it is really at that point, isn't it take action because you unlock the limiting beliefs
2: based on what you said. I, I call it, melting, it. Away, melting away the resistance. This is where I don't have to fix myself. I don't have to change who I am. I am good enough. I'm perfect enough. I'm worthy enough.
1: This I'm, is where I think that a coach can really be the part that most people could get stuck in because yes. just like... What you're saying about this whole thing of manifestation, I could sit there and say, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. But if those grooves from that record player up in my brain are really deep, I might need a coach to you know, keep in front of me the, the finish line. So that part, unlock those limiting beliefs, really smooth away that record player get a new story going, making yeah. sure that it's absolute. And then it's building achievable action plan. Take the action steps. Yeah.
2: And it's just simultaneous, right? You're removing the resistance and you're keeping that focus while taking simultaneous obvious action. You don't wait for something to happen to take action. You're taking the action now because this is what I want. That person in the future that has what I want, the future self of me, what would they be doing right now? What, 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 what's on there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? What's in their Average perfect week? Okay, what's, what's the next obvious action step I should do? You should hang out with different people.
1: What are you, the average of the five people you hang out with? That could be very scary. I want to hang out with you more. That's what I
2: want to do. I feel feel the same about about you. I mean, when you meet people you resonate with, right? They should be in your friend circle. If you meet people that are uplifting you and you have great intense conversations with them, you know, they say you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics or this or that. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? The weather? Come on, give me a break. Let's talk about something that matters. Let's exactly. talk about, let's talk about getting the results that you want in your life. Finally, for a change, let's actually manifest and create those results that you want, the relationship you want, the abundance that you want, the health that you want. Why not take that seriously?
1: And again, I put an urgency to it as, is, is, it's not a dress rehearsal. It's
2: not, it's Look, not
1: have, tomorrow yeah. is not It's not guaranteed. So let's.
2: We have so many days in this life. And I think the scripture says look, the angels look in on humanity and long to have the experience that you get to have.
1: And why not make it a good one? And like you said, if you're really thinking about um, your weight, your health, find the people who are really doing it well really look for those people. Really, it is time to look around at your friend group, or who your influencers are, or who is allowing you to stay there by, you know, chit-chatting and and rumors and blaming everybody else. Take a look at the people around you. Are they, are are they qualified to give (laughs) you any kind of guidance or direction instead? And maybe, maybe you don't feel like you need to hire a coach, although I would say, you know, try it. It might change your life, but think about first, right then and there, write out what you want. And are you hanging out with the people that are going to get you
2: there? Look, Tony always says you write a check to go faster. All right. You hire a coach to go faster. That's it. That's the whole reason you hire somebody. And if you look at anybody that's accomplished anything in their life to these, I don't care if it's Elon Musk or Michael Jackson or um, Tom Brady, whoever Tom Brady, (laughs) they have coaches, They got a health coach, they got a mind coach, they got a sports coach, they got a weight training coach, they got all kinds of
1: coaches. Can I just, I'll share this with you. I was away this weekend in Boston and went to the the Patriot Buccaneer game and it was Mm. amazing. But the next day I went to TV 12, to Tom Brady's studio, it's a performance studio, to be with a body coach. Now I've been in this industry a long time. I love health and wellness. They told me tons of stuff I had not known before. Two and a half hours, two and a half hours to go through an assessment. A coach is an incredible thing. So I would say to you, Gunther, in, in concluding, you know, this was, it's priceless information. You encourage me, you motivate me. And it's just, a, you are a wealth of knowledge. If any of our listeners just, you resonate with them, you know, is there, is there a way to get in touch with you? Is there any programs, events, anything that you're doing that people would say, yeah, I got to get in touch with this guy?
2: yeah, the best place is just a Dream Life Masters. I have a mental reprogramming gift on that site, so dreamlife masters with an s dot com because it's about the mastery of creating your dream life. And you start with some basic habits. You start with some basic rituals, and that thing will get you in touch with that. Uh, on that same website, you could join me in one of my webinars where I go through more of the science and more of the history, the quantum physical field, and all that kind of good stuff. And then um, you know, if if you have a listener, and I don't offer this all the time, but because you know we've been on a podcast here, and your listeners have had this conversation, I'm going to offer something special, and that is a one-on-one session. Uh, you can go to Quest for the Quan, Q U E S T, F O R, T H E Q U A N, Quest for the Quan, and I'll do a massively reduced one-on-one recode session with people that have already been through this information, so I don't have to re-explain it all. Okay. But we can go through the five steps, we can do a recode, you can experience it, you can experience the identity shift, see what it feels like. And if anybody wants to do that, and I think you can put that in the show notes and stuff like that to just, you know, it's an opportunity where, look, I I do this and I guess on podcasts, because I want to spread the information of these very practical five steps and for anyone that it resonates with. I would just love for you to actually experience it.
1: Well, I would want to. So I'm going to lead the way. I'm going to lead the path on this one. So anyone else follow along, but uh, that is very generous of you. So why don't you leave us with one uh, tip? I mean, you just gave us five amazing things. So the one thing somebody should do today, what's it? What's the one thing somebody needs to do today?
2: The one thing really is you you need to create some life-affirming habits, okay? If you don't have some sort of a morning ritual when you're waking up in the morning, you have to set the tone for the day. When the day you have to, you have to. There's a, a Navy admiral that says, you know, you wake up in the morning and you make, make your bed. The bed. You make the bed because you start your day doing something successful. And success means different things to different people. And so if you don't have the clarity of what your average perfect week looks like, what the ingredients are in the life that you love. The first thing, the next obvious action that you need to take is to at least five minutes in the morning. And hopefully five minutes turns into 10 minutes and 10 minutes turns into 15 and maybe it turns into 30. But even with 15 minutes a day where you just sit in a quiet place, maybe you get up early, maybe you do it in the middle of the day, you do it in a place that you can be consistent about it. Look if you really want to create the life that you love you have to be about it okay you have to choose it you have to be serious about it it's not going to happen accidentally it's not going to be happen because you do a meditation one time or you get some great advice or you heard great theory this is a practice just like being good in yoga is a thing just like you know when i when i started kite surfing i needed to practice kite surfing Okay, I drank half the ocean learning how to kite surf, okay? But it was, it was a practice, okay? You get up, you do it again, you do it again, you do it again. You may not feel like doing it, but if you want that life that you love, choose it now. Choose it now. And when you wake up in the morning, commit to yourself to start identifying the ingredients of the life that you love. What is, what's in it? What is it? Not what I don't want, not solving a problem. But man, finally, choose from a place which you would love to create. If you could create anything in life, what would it be? Unfortunately, most people will answer, I don't really know. I got to think about that. That's that takeaway. I want you to start thinking about the life that you
1: love. I don't think there's anything I should add into that because that was so (laughs) perfectly packaged. I'm just going to say, listeners, this was a treat. Thank you for joining us. And I I hope that you really uh, take advantage of Gunther's really incredible offer. Gunther, thank you so much. And we hope we're going to get you back here again.
2: Yeah, I'd love to be back. I think we this is a great show, amazing conversation. Love to do it again, dive even a little bit deeper into So Hopefully you get some feedback from people that have listened to the show. What else would you like to know? And uh, we'll take those uh, those feedback points and maybe craft another
1: experience. I'm ready when you are. So yeah, send us feedback, everyone. Gunther, have a great rest of your evening and we'll see you soon. You too, Janine. Thank you for having me here.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.